Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh. My name is Morgan. Uh, and this week we had a lot of ideas for what we were going to talk about. We thought we'd maybe be doing a bit of a post-match analysis on Revolution of the Daleks. Then we were like, oh, we'll obviously be talking about new companion John Bishop, aka Dan. And we will get to those at some point, but actually we're going to have to talk about something else. Namely, what people are calling Jodie Quittaker. Yes, uh, <laughs> the uh, shock possible news uh, from the Daily Mirror newspaper here in the UK, um, which is reporting that Jodie Whittaker is stepping down from Doctor Who. Uh, I don't know, Morgan, if you want to give us some more details on that. Yeah, so the story uh, broke on, on Sunday night, as we're recording this, on, on the Tuesday, um, claiming that, yeah, that Jodie Whittaker has handed in her resignation, essentially, uh, from Doctor Who, that she will uh, depart at the end of the upcoming uh, 13th series. Uh, there was a quote from an insider allegedly saying it's all very hush hush but it is known on set that Jodie is leaving and they're gearing up for a regeneration her departure is top secret but at some point over the coming months the arrival of the 14th Doctor will need to be filmed it's very exciting and the article also claims that although Jodie is departing uh, Chris Chibnall will remain as showrunner. Yeah exactly it's kind of an interesting story uh, because obviously it's pretty momentous um, and it's well, it would make for quite a big change for Doctor Who, obviously. Um, but also, it's it's interesting because we asked the BBC, um, you know, is this true? And the BBC kind of were a bit non-committal. They basically said, we're not commenting on this at the time, yeah. or like, we won't be commenting on Jodie's future in the show. That's what they said, which isn't a confirmation, obviously, but it also isn't a denial. Um, and it's tricky to say with these things um, what that means, because it's very easy for us to say, and I've seen some people online saying, oh, if they're not denying it, then that means um, it isn't true um because they you know they're just sort of not they haven't said it's true either but actually sometimes it's the other way isn't true either like just because they're not denying it doesn't mean that it is true if that makes sense like it's sort of i lost my train of thought a little bit there but it's sort of like it's tricky because we've been in a situation before with people like when jenna coleman was reportedly leaving for a year everyone asked her the whole year mm. are you leaving are you leaving and she always had these kind of non-committal answers and we were like oh yeah she's leaving and then she didn't which was quite a surprise and then later on we found out that she was going to leave and then changed her mind quite late in the day so that could mm. possibly be why that is um but i would say on balance from like all the kind of evidence and kind of like whispers and stuff which we can and can't talk about i would say i i I reckon it's certainly plausible that this story it's, could be true. Right, yeah. Like, we can't say one way or another whether it is true, but certainly it doesn't seem out of the realms of possibility, does it, that having done uh, three series, although that's not quite as many episodes as, as some of her predecessors, I'm sure we'll get onto, but having done you know, three series, several years um, as the Doctor, were Jodie Whittaker to want to move on now, that would seem you know, totally reasonable. And, and going back to, you know, some fans have cited the fact that um, she's said in interviews fairly recently that she doesn't want to think about leaving, that she can't even think about leaving. Um, again, that's not an outright <laughs> denial. Um, but 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 also, yeah, if she were negotiating an exit from Doctor Who, she's not going to come out and, and say it, is she, before the no. ink is dry? Um, she can't, of course she can't. So... I think those kind of statements should be taken with a with a pinch of salt. I'm sure I remember, you know, you talked about Jenna, and I'm sure I remember Matt Smith saying something along the lines of having no, you know, he had no plans to leave, and then announcing that he was going to leave shortly afterwards because they they can't talk about these things until it's you know 100 100 official and signed off. 
Um, so yeah, not confirmed, but as you say, certainly seems plausible. Rule number one, the doctor lies, as they say. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I interviewed Peter Capaldi, I remember, and I asked him, are you going to stay with um, the next, it was after Stephen Moffat announced he was leaving, I, I asked him, are you going to stay with the next iteration? He said, they've asked me to. I'm still mm. thinking about it. And then he did announce he was going. Like So it, even if, like, when she was interviewed, Jodie might not have been sure yet, doesn't mean that she wouldn't have. Also true. Now. Yeah, yeah, like, it. it's kind of a weird yeah. one. Um, yeah, also, I think the, there's a bit of me thinking, would this happen so soon before the 60th anniversary, which is in 2023, and this would go out at the end of 2021. And I thought about it, and actually, I was sort of like, do, do, does Doctor Who care that much about the 60th anniversary? You know what I mean? Like, the mm. 50th is a big number. 60 is a big number, but it's not 50. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of just another 10 years on top of it. It's just a, a decade. And um, also, I'm like, to be honest, if she did leave, say, at the end of 2021, you could have, you know, two full series with a new Doctor before the 60th. You know, if, if yeah. they ramped up production, technically, or at least one. I mean, there's a few things to, to think about there. I think one is that... I mean, they may well be, but for all we know, the Doctor Who production team aren't even thinking about the 60th anniversary yeah. in terms of, like, if Jodie Whittaker wants to, um, you know, step away from the role after three series, that's where their head's at right now. Yeah. They're not necessarily going, but how will this impact the 60th anniversary <laughs> celebrations? Also, you know, if your lead actor wants to depart, that's your that's your biggest concern right now. Also, yeah, I think you're right in that we, I think a lot of fans are assuming there will be a special uh, you know some kind of big celebration for the 60th there'll be a multi-doctor special whatever my instinct is that i think there'll be something but i don't think we're going to get anything approaching day of the doctor scale like i i i think you'll maybe get like a, a celebratory season opener or a finale um but not yeah. necessarily you know a big whiz bang special with with fireworks because it's not you know it's not a big anniversary in in the same way um if you were to think about how, um, you know, a doctor leaving and a new doctor arriving would impact the 60th, I mean, you, you could technically use a 60th anniversary special to introduce a new doctor. That might be something quite novel they've not done before. Um, but then there's all kinds of complications and logistics with that. Like, even if Jodie were to regenerate on New Year's Day 2022, um, you would, you know, presuming Series 13 airs this year, um, which I believe the BBC has confirmed it will. You, you know, again, you, I guess you could have the new Doctor's debut in a special on New Year's Day 2023, but then that's a that's a, which is technically the anniversary year, but then that's a whole year where you have an incumbent Doctor who's not appearing on yeah. on TV. You, you you'd have to assume that there's going to be some Doctor Who um, next year in 2022, which which that that like you say that gives us one maybe two series to get to know this new Doctor before before the 60th. If you were going the multi-doctor route, that kind of feels also like too soon to bring Jodie back if yeah. she's only been gone gone well, for she, a year or well, so. Well, she might not want to. Do you know what I mean? Like, like David Tennant yeah. had been gone for about three years at that point, you know, and it was which felt longer as well. Like, um, so it, it it's just a different ball game, I think. Yeah. Well, famously, you know, Tom Baker um, didn't come back for the five Doctors, but that was only really a few years since he had left Doctor Who after a mm. seven-year stint. So you yeah. can kind of understand why, like, like I've just left. Leave me alone. So, like, similarly, like, if Jodie wants to to branch out, she might not want to come back. Um, arguably, her return wouldn't have the same kind of impact anyway because she hadn't been gone that long. Um, there's all kinds of things to to think about in terms of, yeah, how her departing and how a new Doctor arriving would impact the 60th, if Definitely. indeed it does. 
we should talk about um, how we feel about this. I think that's that, 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 that's probably the important thing. We slightly missed out on this. So we don't know if this is happening for sure. But say this is true, and Jody's leaving after the next series. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Morgan? Do you think it's too soon? It feels too soon, doesn't it? I think we've yeah. both you know, had conversations outside of this, and we've said it feels too soon. You know, having having just said what I said, which is that you know three series is a fairly standard stint for a doctor, and that's all kind of par for the course, and that's fine. It does weird. It strangely feels too soon, and mm. I don't know if if it's just a sign of of me getting older because I do remember Christopher Eccleston's exit was obviously announced. I think just after Rose had aired. Um, yeah. I think that's right, even before his second episode had gone out. And so maybe because of that, because you knew he was leaving for 12 weeks, it it, it seemed to go on forever. Like not in a bad way, <laughs> but like, but like I remember watching like The Empty Child, which is, you know, it'd been six weeks and I'm like, he's still the doctor. Like this feels, yeah, but it, but it felt like an era. It, yeah. Like a very sort of, it, it felt like a very kind of concrete era that the, that ninth doctor uh, spell. And I, I kind of feel like Jodie, only just getting going yeah um, well, she's only done nine episodes more than christopher eccleston yeah yeah no yeah that's a, that's a really good point because the the time span kind of suggests she's been around on screen for longer than she has right because she's only done well she'll have done 30 episodes by the end of series 13 yeah so this is the thing that um, i i kind of got a bit fixated on when people were talking about it. someone pointed out um so if you look at like you said if you look at the kind of series thing matt smith went from 2010 to 2013 did three series uh, Peter Capaldi went from uh, 2013 to 2017, did three series, grand, you know, you look at that. But um, so you've been you're like, oh yeah, Jodie will have done three series, you know, she'll have done, um, you know, that many years as well, pretty much. Um, you know, that, that's looking pretty good. But actually, um, Jodie will have done 30 episodes. Peter Capaldi, in around the same time period, did 40. Matt Smith did 44. Because both of them had longer seasons, Peter Capaldi had three 12 episode seasons, so back on to 36 episodes, plus four specials. Whereas Jodie's done two 10 episode series and two specials. One of the 10 episodes has sort of, was sort of repurposed as a festive special. They've had three things on New Year's mm. Day, but one of them wasn't a special. And then also this next series is going to be shorter because of coronavirus, so we've lost three episodes there. So she would have had 33, assuming that that was still the plan for her to go, which was a bit closer, but still it's quite, it's not that long. Like, I think there's been longer gaps between series in this era as well. Obviously, Peter Capaldi had that one year off, but um, uh, they had that uh, in the Jodie Whisker era as well and had short series. And um, yeah, it kind of means that although she's been around as the Doctor for a while, for quite a long time, we haven't actually seen her. Well, for example, you said that thing of like, you wouldn't have a, you know, wouldn't want a year where the incumbent Doctor isn't on screen. We almost mm -hmm. did because she, she came, you know, from Peter Capaldi um on the 25th of december and then we didn't see her again until early october the next year mm. so that was quite a long gap just to start off with um so yeah she's not actually been on screen that much and i think as part of that i mean maybe it wouldn't maybe this says more about like what she has or hasn't done or her doctor has or hasn't done during the series but i'm still kind of like i feel like i'm still waiting for that moment where i'm like yeah that's it that's jodie whittaker's doctor do you know what i mean like there's definitely mm. bits that are a bit like that like, I think mm. she kind of had a few moments in this most recent episode, you know, with the Daleks and stuff, it's a bit like that. Um, but I also feel like I kind of am still waiting for that moment, which I'm sort of still convinced could happen, but it sort of feels like it yeah. hasn't come there. And then I'm like, are we really in for a series that is like building to an exit, which is what this will presumably be? Only eight, eight episodes, I assume, um, you know, where which is at least driving towards this Doctor's leaving. It feels like with the Timeless Child stuff, we've only just kind of started to 
because the first mm. series was so standalone we've kind of only just started to get into her like mindset anyway I, I, I saw someone uh, comment on Twitter, which I thought was interesting, that previously they were so behind um, a Joe Martin return as the Fugitive Doctor, as, as I know many fans are, as I know we are. But now they're actually thinking, well, if you've only got eight episodes of Jodie left, I almost don't want her to have to share the screen for that yeah. time because it's so little of her Doctor, which is, which is, a, which is an interesting point. Um, yeah, and, and I, think, I think it feels particularly cruel as well, given that if this is to be her final series, that it has been cut short um by by covid you know even if it is only by by a few episodes um for us to get or, already you know these series uh, the, the last few series have been shorter they've been 10 episodes rather than the sort of 13 or 12 we've been used to with previous doctors but now for it to be reduced even further mm -hmm. um feels a bit like a, a smack in the face for, for fans of jody's doctor obviously like it it cannot be helped and it's the doctor who production team are doing exemplary work in getting mm -hmm. it filmed at all um, but it, especially with it being potentially her final series, it does seem, a, you know, like a cruel twist of fate, I think. Definitely. Like, it's it's one of those things where if Jodie wants to go, obviously, it's not exactly unfair on Jodie because she, you know, wants mm. to leave. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, it does feel like you've <laughs> kind of, it feels like we're kind of, I, I think it's an unfortunate side effect of the choice they made in that first series for it to be quite like standalone and not very archy it kind of feels like the Doctor's story only started in her second series, which there was quite mm. a long gap between the first and second series. And now it's like, and now that's going to end. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like the last series kind of was doing good work. It kind of actually started to push up and you're starting to feel, oh yeah, what well, this is. Because, you know, when you look at Matt Smith's Doctor, you can kind of see the arc of what happened to him. And same with Pete Capaldi's Doctor and David Tennant's Doctor. They kind of had a personal story alongside all the like other stuff. And with Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, we're definitely getting that in quite a strong way. But I just feel like, it feels like almost they're going to have to rush it to kind of conclude it. Like you said, suddenly I was like, oh, will Joe Martin come back in the next series? Who knows? Maybe it'll be the one after. And I'm like, what if they don't bring her back? That's going to seem quite weird as well, though, because she will have only met Jodie Whittaker once. If she does come back, it's with, you know, some other person. <laughs> I get, Well, like, yeah, but I guess you, you've kind of, uh, you know, you've got an equivalent to that, which is River Song, who only appeared once with the 10th yeah, Doctor. And then that's true. Because the show, the showrunner... Well, actually, that was a Russell T Davies episode, but you know, you still had Stephen Moffat there, kind of overseeing the River arc. And similarly, if Chris Chibnall does stay on a showrunner, you could still bring back the Fugitive Doctor um, with a with a future Doctor. So it's a possibility. I think I think it's interesting. You know, you were talking about has Jodie had that that def you know she's had lots of what we would call big Doctor moments, I guess. Mm. Like, um, yeah, I think there were some moments in, like you say, in Revolution of the Daleks. I think there's a there's a great moment in um, towards the climax of uh, Haunting of Villa Diodati where she gives a sort of raging you know quite angry speech which um which i really enjoyed as well but has she had that kind of you know um the the, the peter capaldi moment in uh in zygon inversion. inversion i think it's zygon inversion yeah you know the big dramatic you know sit down and talk um uh peace between human and zygons moment has she had the moment um pandorica opens you know matt smith rallying against all the aliens has she had that kind of when we look back what will be the defining moment of the the 13th Doctor. I mean, there's plenty of potential contenders, but yeah, I think, it, again, it just boils down to there's still there's still more to do with yeah. that character. And, and you're right in that, like, or that version of the character. And, like, with the Timeless Child arc having essentially, I know there's a reference to it in Series 11, but it essentially kicked off with Spyfall. And yeah. then you're building to it to a degree, you know, throughout all of Series 12, we finally got answers at the end of 12. And then the whole thing's going to wrap up in eight episodes and and you know and, and not all of those eight are going to be dedicated to it it just again maybe not maybe that won't be the case because chris chibnall is is apparently going to carry on a showrunner so maybe you know maybe J the jody's departure doesn't mean that all these things 
like you know the timeless child will be wrapped up within her era like i think similarly i was thinking oh it, you know it's a shame that you know <laughs> john bishop's literally just arrived or hasn't even arrived and i'm already thinking about him leaving like it, we'll, we'll only get eight, eight episodes of dan and then i'm like well maybe not because if chris chibnall is staying yeah, that, why, character why couldn't he stay? That, that, that has happened he, before you know we've had, characters, yeah, we've had plenty of companions do that before i know what you mean though because i remember when pearl mackie was starting i was like god this is a bit unfair she's only going to get 12 episodes and yeah. I, god what a leisurely run she had you know 13 <laughs> episodes in the yeah. end she was in twice, twice upon a time as well um 13 episodes she had loads of time you know and whereas like yeah. dan's gonna be like hello bye <laughs> i mean yeah. assuming he doesn't when, like, stay on well uh, you know, I think with I understand when there's the you know a new showrunner and that uh, you know there's an instinct to yeah I think if I was to become showrunner of Doctor Who, um, one day, um, <laughs> I, I um, you know you you would want to introduce your own Doctor, you would want to introduce your own companion, of course you would. So I kind of understand that kind of you know clean sweep approach. Um, so even though I loved Pearl Mackey's Bill and I thought it was a shame we didn't get more of her, I understand why that yeah. character went along with Peter Capaldi in the end of the Stephen Moffat era. Um, but yeah, but this might not be the case with with uh, with Dan or even with Yaz. You know, she could even potentially um, outlast Jodie's Doctor, which I think That'd I think that weird. would be a first. Where it, yeah. I think that would be a first if a companion. Um, I think you, you know you've got examples from the classic series like um, like Jamie Fraser Hines' companion. He was in every single Patrick Troughton story bar one, so he lasted mm. at, almost as long as the second Doctor. But I don't think you've ever had a companion outlast a Doctor. That's a good. That's a good. I'm trying to think of anyone. I mean, technically, Listeners, if I'm if I'm wrong, let me know. But I don't think that's ever happened. Not a main one. I think you could argue Captain Jack, I suppose, or the Brigadier, or, yeah, or Sarah yeah. Jane. Have, have have yeah, total. But in terms of like, you know, a regular yeah, yeah, fixture yeah. on the show, a, ser a series regular, I don't think a companions ever stuck around for more episodes than a Doctor. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the moment, it certainly seems that if this rumor is true and Jerry Whisker's leaving, Mandip Girl will still beat Jamie uh, for. For you know, for like being with a doctor the whole time, presumably. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, if 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 Yaz makes it to the thirteenth doctor's final adventure, then again, I don't think in terms of like actual screen time. No, um, no. But, but but in terms of on being a technicality, with a doctor, <laughs> on a technicality, Yaz beats Jamie. Yeah, this is yeah. this is exactly the kind of uh, you know technicalities that Doctor Who fans are interested in. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting to think about, isn't it? Like. It's just weird to be thinking about this stuff already because it feels like, I, may, I mean, maybe it is a thing of like, like you said, maybe we are getting a little older, but it does feel like we kind of, we're only just kind of getting to grips with this era and then all of a sudden, mm. but then I guess if Chris Chibnall's still staying behind the scenes, it isn't necessarily the end of the era. I mean, like we were comparing Jodie Whittaker to Christopher Eccleston a little bit. She's obviously been there longer, but they, you know, for Christopher Eccleston is essentially bundled together with David Tennant in the way that Russell mm. T Davis told that whole five year kind of story like they kind of basically stuff from that first series comes to bear in his last series as if they were kind of the same thing so arguably they could do a thing where more half and half they have the same doctor a lot of crossover in terms of tone and storytelling the next doctor could would be just as interested in finding out what's going on with the timeless child you know as this doctor and they could carry on even if jody's not there like there's no reason that wouldn't work it just feels a little weird at the moment but i mean we also should say we have more episodes with her obviously we have at least eight and assuming this is true, I keep saying that. Um, so it's kind of like how we're feeling now about how much we've seen her isn't how exactly we'll feel if and when she actually goes. We will have seen her a yeah. bit more. Like it still feels like it wouldn't be long enough. Like I think 
it would be fair in episode terms for her to have like at least gotten a bit closer to Peter Capaldi. Do you know what I mean? Like another series would have brought her up to about 40, which is about the same. Even just like a couple of slightly longer series, a couple more specials. It also makes me sad that Jodie Whittaker probably won't ever do a Christmas special, if this is true. Because yeah. it seems unlikely they're doing one this year, unless they decide to, because it's her last. But that would presumably have to be like her last episode. And I don't think they do that. Um, in which case she'd just miss it and it would just kind of if they did do one, she'd never have gotten it. And I think Jodie's Doctor would be so good for a Christmas special. She's got such yeah, the right I, tone for it. I get, yeah, well, no, again, I, I, I'm sure I read a comment. Maybe it was even you. Someone definitely said on Twitter that um, it seems sad that Jodie Whittaker's Doctor never got a Christmas special when she's basically the living embodiment of Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's like so kind of like cheery and upbeat. It would be like, that would actually be like really delightful, I think, to have a Jodie Whittaker uh, Doctor Who Christmas episode. So no, that is, a, that is a pity it wouldn't happen. I think you're right going back to um you know talking about that the end of a doctor isn't necessarily the end of an era mm. um in, in quite the same way like i think we think of that now particularly because the matt smith era and the peter capaldi era do feel like two very distinct you know epochs of, of doctor who even though there was one showrunner it felt like stephen moffat it was like moffat part two he was taking a yeah. you know a different a slightly different approach with capaldi um i think because he'd been there you know a few years whereas with um uh, the ninth and tenth Doctor. That more feels like the Russell T Davies era as a whole, because yeah. because the ninth Doctor had only been around for a year, and so essentially nothing really changed about you know the style of the show or the or the storytelling um, when we lost Christopher Eccleston. It was more of a, a kind of an easy switch. And similarly, you know, I think, um, and this is in no way to sort of downplay anything Christopher Eccleston did, nor anything that uh, Jodie Whittaker has done. But I think you know potentially if she has been around. Um, for a for a short span of time, and Chris Chibnall is carrying on. You could carry on the you know the feel of the Chibnall era, the the storytelling style, the structure of it, whilst replacing your lead actor. I don't think it would have you know as cataclysmic an impact um, as it has sometimes in the past on, on the show. I don't think the whole show needs to change just because we're changing doctors on this occasion. Definitely, um, there is something. This is this is a slight divergence, but there's something interesting that I saw. I, I saw a couple of people talking about. Um, well, well, actually, first off, one thing that did make me think this could be possibly true is just some production stuff, is that thinking about it, if they are filming this series, obviously they're filming this series now, um, presumably uh, up until about the summer, um, because mm. they've started uh, at the beginning of November. If Jodie had wanted to leave, the fact that they're, it seems like she's going very soon, um, it would partly be because they kind of want to do this series they're doing this series now to get it out at the end of the year because if she wants to leave, they don't want to drag it out for like years and years. Do you know what I mean? Because the production mm. process on this on this show is traditionally in this era been quite slow. Like for example, I'm I was surprised when they were like, oh, we're filming now to you know go out next October because they were you know because previously I would have thought they would wait at least until like you know New Year 2022 because that's kind mm. of the the sort of gap we've seen. The fact that they are trying to get it out this year. Like quite clearly in the press release, they said it's going to be later this year. Makes me think if Jodie's leaving, that might be kind of like, well, it's not fair to like have her have filmed it and then like have to pretend she hasn't, you know, left for like yeah. years and years. There, um, yeah, there was there was there was an interview as well with Chris Chibnall where I think with I think it was with Entertainment Weekly where he was asked when you know when can we expect the next series of Doctor Who to air, and he said something along the lines of. Um, 
um, it'll air as soon as it's ready, which <laughs> I was sort of like, well, well, of course it will. Um, it, like, but he didn't say it'll air when it's ready, which is the obvious thing. He said as soon as, sort of implying that as soon as they're done, you know, as soon as it's the like, yeah, yeah, the ink is dry again, it'll it'll go out. Which again, if they're planning to announce Jodie's exit, she won't have that hanging over her from as you say for, for months and months and months and months. Like if the series comes out this year and they an official announcement is made you know in the coming weeks or months um again that would seem to track yeah definitely um incidentally uh, for anyone listening if it has been changed or announced in some way since we recorded <laughs> this sorry uh just you know hopefully some of the insights in this will still be interesting um yeah, yeah we'll just go thing... through we'll just go through and edit out all the allegedly's and not yeah. confirmed and make it seem like we knew all along yes yeah, so, so when jody were to get definitely leaves <laughs> um <laughs> The other thing that I thought, which I thought was interesting, is I remember ages ago, um, I, I was watching some of these sort of YouTube conspiracy slash leak videos that we're also fond of as Doctor Who fans. Um, and someone was talking about Chris Chibnall, he'd heard a rumor about Chris Chibnall wanting to um, do a surprise regeneration. I've always thought that was quite an interesting thought because I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a cool idea. Doctor Who, loads of fans always say, oh, wouldn't it be great if the Doctor's regenerated, you didn't know who it was gonna be. And I've thought about it and I was like, if Jodie Whittaker's leaving and they're doing it like this, technically, you could probably keep it a surprise because the main issue that you have, obviously there's leaks in general, but one of the big issues is that usually filming has started on the next Doctor's era before you know the regeneration air. So obviously you're gonna see mm. Matt Smith running around in David Tennant's outfits, it's not a big surprise. Same with Jodie Whittaker was already out filming in Peter Capaldi's outfit before Twice Upon a Time was, um, was released. And I'm like, well, if they film all of this series by August next year and then put it out and they just have the new Doctor at the end. And they don't start filming that series until the next year. I'm like, technically you could do a surprise regeneration. I'm like, I could imagine Chris Chibnall wanting to do that. Cause it's it's very in keeping with like, things like the Master reveal and the Joe mm. Martin reveal. Like he's actually done quite well at doing these surprise castings, casting the first female Doctor, like these big showy casting like firsts. Like the fact that we cast, casting a new doctor that none of us knew about he technically has done it once already <laughs> yeah, um, yeah so yeah. i could i could see it happening I, I, I don't know what do you think do you think that's a bit well, unlikely well i have previously thought it was unlikely but then i was i was thinking but for the reasons you suggested those logistical reasons which as you now point out may not you know may not be the case here i i was also thinking you know when when i was starting to think about a new doctor how will they introduce the new doctor because there have been various different ways um I can't, how, I can't remember how they announced David Tennant, but I know Matt Smith, there was like a special edition of Doctor Who Confidential. Yeah. Peter Capaldi, you had this sort of pretty dreadful live, sort of light entertainment reveal show, um, uh, which, you know, bless him, he didn't seem particularly comfortable being at, being at the centre of. And then with Jodie, obviously you had the specially um, shot teaser. So I was thinking, how would they do it? There has to be a kind of, not necessarily there has to be a different way. They could just do another teaser scene or another you know, reveal show or something. But um, that would be a, a great way of doing it, wouldn't it? Like you would you would guarantee big ratings if people knew that this was Jodie's final episode and you'll only find out who the new Doctor is by tuning in. Like that would be event TV. It would, like if they could pull it off, I think it would be fantastic. And I feel like technically they could. It would be really difficult. Um, but yeah. if they only filmed right up until a little bit before and they could even hold that scene back even later, do you know what I mean? Like until like yeah. a little, like a couple of weeks before or something, did everything else and just had that scene right at the end. I reckon they could possibly do it. We may talk about this in a future podcast, um, you know, if and when we actually know Jodie Whittaker might be leaving. Um, but I think it could be interesting. Um, we should, on a similar note, we should talk a little bit. We'll probably again talk about this more in the future. And we don't want to seem like we're jumping in anyone's uh, grave or loom or whatever. But um, obviously a lot of people on Twitter have been talking about 
the next doctor, you know, who, who could be next? What kind of doctor would we have? And I think it might be a little early to start sort of naming names. I think we, we were sort of, you know, everyone's thinking about people. I think everyone has ideas. But I mean, the thing that I've been thinking about is obviously Jodie Whittaker was the first female doctor. Do you think that they would keep the doctor as a woman? I think they have to, not in it, not in the sense of like, not out of any sort of misplaced sense of duty. Like I think, I think now you've had a, a female doctor, you've firmly established. It was always kind of accepted, but you've you've now firmly established that the doctor can be a woman. If that yeah. if that makes sense, like it was always talked about before, but now it's 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 been done and it's been done well as well. So like, and and, and you know, talking about you know who's it going to be, the names that are being thrown about. There were always um, names of, of female actors thrown into the mix but I feel like I'm seeing a lot more definitely now yeah. when people are speculating who the next one's going to be it really does feel like a like a 50 50 divide which is great I think I love the fact that it could literally be anyone um but having said that I I feel like if you were to go back to a male doctor having just had the first female doctor it would f it could be interpreted I don't think it would be but it could be interpreted as they you know they've rolled it back that a, a female doctor didn't work, that it was in some way a failure, and that they've that, so they've kind of gone back to, you, you know, gone back to type, um, and and so I think, ultimately, I do think you know you should just cast whoever's best for the role, but I do think if we do go back to a male doctor, it could be misconstrued. Yeah. So I I, I I I would rather we had another female doctor. And in future, I like. I hope we just get past the point where we have to have the conversation. And I hope, I hope eventually it can be, you know, a man or a woman or you know, someone non-binary or someone of any any race. You know, I, I hope that eventually it really does open it up in that way. But I think for now, you kind of you kind of need to have at least one more female doctor. You know, the next one needs to be female in order for to kind of to yeah to silence the, the critics i guess which you shouldn't you shouldn't play to them but i i think you know you know what i mean i know exactly what you mean i think it would seem like almost like us even if it you know wasn't really intended that way it would almost feel like a step backward do you know what i mean you would sort yeah. of be back yeah. to what had been done already like part of the interesting thing about it was that it kind of rebooted the show at a stroke and obviously like you say it, it should just be the best person for the role which i think jody is and was but you know there's no reason the best person for the role can't be anyone of any you know color creed gender I mean, yeah. one thing I did think about was with, um, obviously they had the first female master first um, with Michelle Gomez as Missy, and then they went back to the masters uh, played by a male actor, but uh, Sasha Dewan is the first actor of color to play the master. So it kind of felt like that was still kind of breaking new ground. And it's weird because I, I, I think, you know, a lot of people will shout, oh, this is just tokenism or whatever, but I don't think it is. I think the point of it is, this is just something that hasn't been done before. You're not doing it for the sake of it. It's like, well, there's no reason it hasn't been done before. We might as well do it now. We should probably have done it 10, 20 years ago, but the yeah. second best time is now, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and so I feel like possibly you could have a male actor if they weren't just another, essentially, you know, just another white guy, you know, like I know maybe that's, maybe that's a bit of an offensive thing to say, but I think that's kind of, that's kind of the route you've got to think the BBC is thinking about as well. You know, they've got to think, what are we going to be doing that's sort of forward thinking that's sort of pushing Doctor Who into the future, you know? Yeah. And, and also like, if you do have a show where your lead character can, you know, look, you know, any any way, why is he always a white guy with crazy hair, you know, somewhere between his, his late 20s to sort of, you know, uh, late 40s? Like, that's limiting in and of itself. You, you know, why not, you know, cast, cast the net wide? Um, Definitely. Yeah. 
I mean, I think, and as well, anyone who would be thinking, oh, the doctor was a woman, though, why couldn't, you know, he be a man again? It's like, well, the doctor was a man 12 times first, so he could be a, she could be a woman for a while yet, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, well, right, right, exactly, exactly. If, if we have, like, uh, 11 more female doctors will have evened the score like we won't even it won't even be like yeah skewed one way or another so exactly that's another reason why I think we need you know at least the next doctor should be female and then maybe you go male again then maybe you go female again or another man you know at that point I think it stops being important yeah I think I think it will become much less of a thing as well if there's another female doctor it won't be like Jodie Whittaker the first female doctor it's suddenly like oh yeah that's the role that sometimes a man plays and sometimes a woman plays do you know what I mean like it just wouldn't be as much of a thing it kind of that that barrier is broken and then we can kind of all just shut up about it yeah well exactly and and Jodie has talked to herself saying you know I'm not I'm not playing the character as as female I'm not playing the female doctor I'm playing the doctor um so I, I really think that would help solidify that if there, if she wasn't, I mean, obviously we have Joe Martin, but in terms of, um, you know, someone who is leading the show, if you have another um, female lead for Doctor Who, it kind of almost takes the pressure off Jodie Whittaker a little bit to be, yeah. you know, you know, it almost seems, it's not the case, but it, again, it, it seems like she's sort of, has to um, you know, represent her gender in some way and then like prove that a female doctor can work. She has done that. But I don't think she had to do that, if you, if you know what I mean. Like, um, so, so yeah, I, 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 feel, I, I just think it's the, the right, the right thing to do going forward. I think it's a sensible thing to do. I think it's what Chris Chibnall will do. You know, I, I think he's very keen on, on kind of, um, you know, pushing inclusivity and, uh, you know, the fact that he's cast not just the first female Doctor in Jodie, but also the first Black Doctor in Joe Martin. Um, I'd be very surprised. I'd be very surprised if he went back to the, you know, the the type that we've come to expect from from previous doctors. Maybe in the big twist, Joe Martin will actually be the next doctor, and we've all just been a lot fooled. of people, lot of people campaigning for it, despite what we what we almost certainly know Joe Martin's doctor to be in terms of her being pre Hartnell. A lot of people are saying, "Hey, let's let's make her the next doctor," which I think is a you know huge compliment to her that people want to see. Again, they do want to see more of her. Maybe in a big twist, Jodie Whittaker's Doctor gets put back in space jail and the next series, we just follow the Joe Martin Doctor in her adventures. <laughs> and then it's like, so Jodie can still come back, but she gets to have a year off. And that's actually what the whole story is. If that yeah, is they, true, then you know, please, you know, give me credit or send me money or something. I don't think that they is just take it. They just take it in turns from now on. That's yeah, how it yeah, works. yeah. You just a week ser- on, week Jodie off. series, then a Joe series, just so everyone has a nice long holiday in between series. I mean, I'd watch it. I think mean, that would be great. Yeah. You never know where you, whether you were coming or going. Um, yeah, no, it's sort of, it's, it, it's a big topic, this. So we've come at it from a, few, from a few different angles today. I think we'll obviously be talking about this more in future weeks. We probably will talk about, you know, potential replacements at some point uh, when we've had a bit more time. Um, I will say anyone, anyone at home who's trying to think of anybody, it tends not to be anyone who's like a massively famous Hollywood star. So I always find it quite funny when people are like, oh, yes, Tilda Swinton will obviously like... Tilda Swinton, I immediately Wales. thought of Tilda Swinton, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, although now definitely we'll, we'll, Tilda Swinton will be the next Doctor and you know, yeah. we can air this to, to our blushes. But um, yeah, I mean, please, we always ask for your comments, but you know, it would be actually be great if anyone uh, commenting on this on social media or on YouTube or whatever, did want to sort of say who they thought could be a good next doctor and what they were feeling about Jodie in general. Um, you know, your guess is as good as ours at the moment, um, as good as anybody's probably, but be- beyond someone like Chris Chibnall. Um, so yeah, please let us know. 
Um, yeah, and like I said, I mean, I don't even know where to start with this topic. It's we've not covered a leaving doctor on this podcast before because we've only been doing it for a year. Mm. So it's kind of like if Jodie is leaving, I imagine there's lots of different things we can talk about. For example, um, we're going to do uh, a podcast, assuming there's not any more breaking news next week about um, season 13. Uh, and so we might talk a little bit about it then and how we can see it affecting the storyline. And I'm sure we will, you know, talk about regeneration and stuff going forward. For now, though, I think we've talked enough about poor Jodie Quittaker. Uh, so we should probably uh, give it a rest. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And um, like I said, leave a comment below uh, if you've got any thoughts on what we've said, any potential doctors you'd like to see, any actors you think would fit the role, and whether you're sad, Jodie's going, you know, whether you're excited about a new doctor, if there is one, and you know what you think about what's coming up for Doctor Who in general. Uh, we'll see you next time. Until then, I've been Hugh. I've been Morgan. Uh, and this has been us doing our secret final recording because we're also leaving. No, no, we're not really. Allegedly. Allegedly. This is one of those rooms that isn't true. Uh, We'll be back next week. (laughs) Goodbye.